everybody, this is Charlie from Anthrax, and you're listening to the MacNez Podcast. What's up, everybody? Nez back. Mac Nez podcast. Couldn't tell you what episode this is, but uh, it's Native American Heritage Month of uh, November 2022. So I'm just going to start off with a little spotlight. A uh, little sister that grew up in the town that I live in. She was born and raised there, correct? All right. And you guys know where I'm from. Uh, but yeah, it's just a better way to start it. I just met her. How long have you been here now? Six months. I just finished up my probationary period. Yeah, we're, uh, we work together now. I had no idea who she was. I met her a couple times before, but I just never really didn't know. But uh, Cyrus Simone is in the place to be. But Welcome to the show. Um, I'm sure I'll let you, uh, I'll get sent you the link to this so you can at least hear it and maybe you can uh, pass it on to the family, but... Uh, let everyone, let my listeners know where you're from and what nation you are. So I'm from Susanville, California, born and raised Susanville, California. Uh, I am Maidu, Paiute and Pitt River. My grandma, my grandmother is um, my Paiute side and my great grandfather will be my Maidu. Um, that's about as far as I know that I am like confirmed by my grandmother. But the other side of my family is like fully Caucasian. Cool. So just growing up in Susanville, as far as uh, living on the res, right? Yeah. For about like five years in Susanville and then the rest um, out in Herlong, where I'm at right now. There's also a res out there in uh, Herlong. I've, I lived there for a few months before I moved back uh, to Susanville to the upper rancheria. Um Growing up in Susanville, uh, living on the res and everything, what, um, as far as traditional values through your family, what uh, what can you tell me that your family has taught you? I know it's a tough question, but... <laughs> yeah, no. Um, well, with... So... Like my grandmother, I didn't, I didn't really, uh, I didn't really spend a lot of my time with my like my native side. I was mostly with my dad and with my mom and my dad, like splitting up, you know, like the fifty-fifty custody thing. Like, um, my grandmother did teach me how to start like weaving baskets and like baby cradles, and then um, I do, I can do beadwork, and that's really about it. But um, I know how to make acorn bread. <laughs> And uh, the lady at, um, I, don't, I don't remember her name, but um, at the Indian Health Center, that's where she taught me how to make acorn bread, smashing the acorns and then into the flour and then the butter, and it was so good. All right, now you're going to have to make some and bring it in, because I, 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 Renee, I'm, she, uh, Cyrus knows my wife, and she knows my family and everything, so uh, basically all living. Huh? The, the res in Susanville is split up into two parts, the lower res and the upper res. Were you on the upper or the lower? I was on the upper res. As uh, we were talking about this last week, as far as seeing things, 
uh, on the res because uh, we were talking about it on the, on the last East Society. Uh, Zisu and I were talking about things that um, he watches a lot of those paranormal shows and everything. And I, I was kind of mentioning the stuff that I had seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, also going over to um, uh, Rob and the um, Classic Wolf podcast, Mike and I really went into detail with some other things that we had went in. But as far as living on the res, I mean, just being you, uh, being a part of the community, because my wife did tell me, she goes, yes, she was down there uh, with all the other Native youth uh, during the summers and everything, and probably the after. Were you guys part of the after-school programs? Um, I did the after-school program for about two and a half years, and then I eventually aged out of that like group division where I could be there, and then eventually led to high school and then graduation. All right. Was as far. I mean, I I went down there every now and then. I mean, I was. It, it was more Renee's deal and uh, with the kids, with Tiga and Marky and Kyle and Eric. So, um, I popped in every now and then. But um, growing up, uh, as like you said, you 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 were more uh, with the the Caucasian Caucasian side. Um, but also being native. I mean, in my eyes, and as well as as my family, we see you. As a little res girl, yeah. So there, there's there's nothing about that. I mean, there, there, I'm sure, I don't know if you've ever had issues with um, people saying, "Oh, you just look white and that's it." I mean, have, yeah. have you ever had to deal with that type of stuff? For sure, yeah. Because I mean, at a first glance, I don't really look native, and I don't. I I would like to say I embraced my traditional side, but at the end of the day, I mean, like people expect me to be walking around here like feathers. You know, they don't understand our traditions and you know like my family has tried to teach me a lot but I guess through my teenage years I didn't really care and that's kind of my fault so I'm I'm a little more excited to get into my native side you know well that's good I mean I, I definitely feel you as far as me growing up in Oakland I mean I was just running around the streets being being who I am and being stupid and all yeah. that but um I did know my Navajo side uh my both of my parents are, are full blood um but I was running around being a little street hooligan, hooligan skating and yeah. getting into trouble. Yeah. Um, as far as people, when as as me growing up, um, being teased and bullied for being native, saying "oh, uh, this and that" and all the stereotypical shit. Yeah. But when 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 people find out you're native, I mean, if you feel like answering, you don't have to. Mm-hmm. But when when people find out you're native, I mean, what? Um, as far as have you ever dealt with the bullying for being native? I guess you could say I definitely dealt with the bullying of being native on the res because, you know, all the kids running around, they're all little like dark skinned, little native chubby cheeks looking kids, you know, and I, I wasn't very, you know, and uh, I actually, um, they, uh, they like rushed the bus driver off for me running down the road when I was late for the bus one time because they were talking about how I don't deserve to ride that ride that bus because that's the native um, the native bus stop and then like I mean as time went on they stopped being like weird like that but I definitely dealt with like the res kids picking on me up there but then I mean we all became best friends through the youth program actually going on field trips and stuff together which was a really cool opportunity because not a lot of parents can afford to take you know their kids on 
the trips that they took us on, like Turtle Bay and water slides, and just just get us out of the house, you know. So as time went on, you know, those kind of those situations kind of went away. But I definitely dealt with it more on the res, being a a white Indian, more white than what they look like, you know. But as far as I know, my family's Indian, my family's white, but I'm more in in tune with my traditional side. That's how I would want to be, you know. But with me spending most of my life, my childhood, with my father who's white, it was harder to be in touch with that side. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I totally get what you're saying, and I do understand as far as it's tough growing up, just being a kid in general. I mean, kids are mean. Yeah. I'm not going to say that I wasn't uh, I mean, I mean, I wasn't always nice. I mean, I'm cool now. I'm grown up, but I have seen that, and I have dealt with my friends as far as uh, natives that, that look white. Yeah. I mean, because I know a lot of my friends took got a lot of shit when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. But as in my eyes, I knew them. I only knew them as native because they they went to the native programs. They did the native mm-hmm. stuff during the summer. And, and that's all I saw. I didn't see them. I didn't see the skin color because I knew who they were, who they were. I knew their tribe. So when um, I remember when you were telling me, yeah, I'm native, but I was like, OK, I didn't know where you were from until uh, I found out who you were and I, and I told my wife and she goes, yeah, she was in the program. She lived on the ridge. She lived up the street. So I was like, oh, okay. So, um, my wife, I don't know if she's ever told you. She told me every time I bring you up, she said you were one of her best students there. As far as all of Kyle and the rest of the gang all running wild, but she said she, you were always nice. You always listened. So I'm like, she, she goes, she's, she's a little res girl. So don't, don't ever think that you're not. Be proud of who you are. You can be br- proud of both sides, like um, Tiga's sons, yeah. Daniel and uh, um, Buster. Yeah. Their dad's white. Yeah. He's a bum, but <laughs> <laughs> he's white. Yeah, but yeah. he's. But they, they're gonna know that side when they're older. Of course, I mean, there's no way around it. But as far as being the the native, they they're Navajo, Paiute, Pit River, yeah. and Ho Chunk uh, yeah. from. Navajo for me and everything else from the from the from the grandma. So, um, do you, as far as language, I know I can understand Navajo more than I can speak it. But as far as um, let's say Maidu, how do you? Can you see that's see my cousin, uh, my cousin Stephen. He's actually he's more he's been studying his his native languages and. I'll, I'm I'm like this close to reaching out to him, like asking, you know, can I get some lessons from you or something? You know, maybe you teach me a few words or whatever. But both of our lives are a little bit opposite, so we don't really get to see each other like that. But I've always wanted to. I mean, I know as far as like jefe, boss, but that's like Hispanic too, you know. So that's that's it. Other than that, I really wish I did, and that's where I'm like upset with myself because my cousins speak it. But not me, because they were listening to grandma. I was not listening to grandma. I know your grandma. I think she was one of the ladies that I, when I first moved to Susanville, when I was meeting uh, Renee's side of the family and everyone else, Um, because I I was the outsider. I mean, I grew up in the city and then moving to Susanville to living on, to this first time living on the, on Rancheria, I, I didn't, I didn't know anybody. But as the years go on, I start to know people. Yeah, I know your grandmother. 
Um, to, because as far as traditional ways for us, I mean, I what I know of the Navajo side, and Renee, she she taught all the kids everything. We're teaching Daniel and um, Buster right now. They're still little, but okay. they 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 know Mua, which is Grandma for mm-hmm. Paiute. I mean, but it's it's good that I mean that's how I learned. I learned words yeah. before phrases. So I mean, it, it's also good to learn. Learn, learn grandma so you can call grandma that. So that, that's always a must. But okay. um, as far as being on the res, um, is there any time that you felt like uh, I didn't want to be Native? Just, I mean, for me, that's how. Because being bullied in school for being Native, there was a time when I was little. Like, I, I, I'm tired of the bullying. I'm tired of the teasing and everything. I don't want to. I don't yeah. want to be that. Well, the thing that I'm mostly sick of is like, just because I'm Indian doesn't mean you ask me like, so you get them checks and shit. Exactly. No, I don't get them fucking checks. I wish. I get that 500 for Christmas, and I mean, that's cool. I got a little bit for graduating, and that's cool. But like, I'm not like getting slammed with checks from the government. Like, sorry for, you know, it's not like that. So, yeah, that's that's a form of like racism in my in my eyes. You know, I don't get offended or get all crazy about it, but I'm like, a fucking course. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I don't get them checks. But yeah, I get them checks. Like, so I couldn't tell you like a time I I never wanted to be a Native American, but like, stop asking that shit. You know what I mean? Everyone thinks we get these checks. Everybody thinks we don't pay taxes yeah. and all this. I mean, of course we do. I mean, we live in California. Of course yeah. we pay taxes. So it's it's just the stupid shit like that. But when I, when I was growing up, I, I was really getting bullied uh, for a lot. I mean, I, I went to a pretty a predominantly black school, but um, nothing against them. But that's what they saw on TV. That's what they saw in movies. So that's how exactly. they yeah. started asking questions like that. As, be, as being a member of the Two Spirited com- Committee community, um, have you ever have a to deal with any issues like uh, on the res or anywhere else, even on or off the res? Um, so I didn't deal with it so much on the res. You know, um, it was more just it was more mainly like some of my family honestly trying to talk me out of it, tell me that it's wrong, tell me you know, and then and then it was other family members that were like. Be who you are, you know, and if somebody, if you love somebody, you love somebody, you know what I'm saying? But um, it kind of worked out in two ways for me. So growing up until about high school, I was picked on for, uh, you know, dressing like a boy or like not wanting to take my sweater off all day, like in like grade school years, like embarrassed because I'm in pink, like shit like that. And then, uh, my family and my parents, they started finally letting me, you know, do what I wanted. Um, I got a haircut that changed my life. I mean, everybody that was picking on me was all, like, hitting me up. They all wanted to be with me. They all wanted to get at me. And so from being, like, closed about it was where I was getting picked on, you know, the most being told, like, she's gay. Yeah, she's gay, you know. And she, and I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not, you know. And then I got my haircut, and it just changed everything. And I was, I became, like, popular and... It kind of worked out for me. See, I mean, because Renee goes, you don't remember her? I, I seriously, I do not. That's why I went through all those pictures one night of that camping trip trying to uh, to find you in there. And I was like, she goes, she might be in there. 
But I didn't. And she goes, yeah, she was running around with everybody because she was telling me, she goes, yeah, she's doing Kyle's and Head Start, the Head Start program. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So um, I was like, I, I said, I just, I just did not know her at all until basically doing this interview of I've learned so much about you, and uh, which is good. I mean, you, you're a part of the community uh, in Susanville, mm-hmm. and I... I am now, I guess. I pretty much keep to myself when I'm home. You are. But, yeah, yeah I mean, as far as being a part uh, of the res up there, I mean, we do everything we can. Um, now that the boys are running around and they want to do things, so we, we try to do all the little programs that they have going on for them. But, yeah, I mean, that's cool because I, I definitely feel um, about not knowing who you are because I've had friends uh, that are two-spirit, and they told me the exact same story. Like, they knew they were, but they weren't sure if they could say anything. Uh, family, like you said, that's wrong. And then they, family finally came around and didn't think it was wrong. I mean, they're, they're good people. They're, they're taking care of themselves and loving who they want to love. So well, We're just old folks, you know. Old folks, they, it was wrong in their, in their, uh, in their generation, whereas, you know, the people were getting beat up for that kind of stuff, you know, so like, I can definitely say I got a guy, I got a grandma who probably doesn't agree, but she loves me the same, she loves my partner the same, and my partner's child the same, but, you know, old timers, they just like, against it, because that's how it was growing up for them, you know, but in today's world, it's, it's, it's normal, it's nothing different, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because even when I, when I was growing up, it was like, you couldn't be you couldn't be loud about it. You couldn't be proud yeah, about it. So yeah. it was it was it was really hard. But as I got older, then it was like it, it was it was accepting. It was, mm-hmm. it, people were accepting uh, the gay community. I mean, I've never had no issues with anyone. I mean, I just I'm just if I don't like someone, I don't like someone. Don't matter what they're gay, if they're straight, if they're black, if they're white or native yeah. or whatever. I I don't care if I don't like you, I don't like you. But. <laughs> <laughs> um, being from the res and going to cities and everything, because um, I've talked to a lot of, to a lot of the youth that never leave the res and have gone anywhere. Have right. you been outside other than Reno? I mean, this is basically res here too. But have you been like to bigger cities to visit? Mm, no bigger cities. I mean, as far as my great grandma and my aunt that lives up in Shurs, that's like the only other like res. I've been on isn't where I'm at right now in her long, but other than that, no, no big cities. Never been to the Bay Area, San Francisco, Oakland. Oh, like Res type? Or no, just, just been been, been into city because okay, yeah. we we took a lot of kids down to L.A. one year for uh, some Native Youth Conference, and some of those kids never been off the Res. They've never seen the ocean or anything. Oh yeah, no, I've been on plenty of trips. Um, my gr- my grandparents on my wife's side, they. Uh, they would take us on trips during like spring break or even Thanksgiving break, just things like Disneyland. Um, we did go to San Francisco one time for uh, dropping my aunt off from to the airport to head out to Germany. Um, I lived in the Bay Area for like six months. My mom was with somebody out there and I was going to this, uh, this school where everybody spoke uh, Spanish. And I mean, I was only like white native kid running around there and um, 
Yeah. That's one, about it. Other than that, day. I've been right. in Susanville and coming to Reno for work is as far as I go. I mean, that, that's good. I mean, at least you got you've you've been off the res. You've talked and been to other places because, like I said, there's some that just never go anywhere. Sorry about the background noise, everyone. But sorry, right, we're at work. <laughs> so, but um, before we get out of here. Um, is there anything that you would like? Uh, I mean, you've told me a lot, and like I said, I've I've learned a lot knowing you. I mean, you you are part of the family from from the from the res over there, and and it's good. I mean, and I'm glad that 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 you knew you know our family, you know Renee, and especially you know Kyle. He was a friend of yours, yeah. so it's it's. I know we love him, we miss him. Oh man, but yeah. it's it's good. I'm glad that. We've got to know each other, and I'm sure stick around. I'd like to see you still here when I retire, hopefully. Oh, yeah. no, hopefully. <laughs> no, I do want to add that, uh, like, first seeing you, I didn't I didn't put the pieces together. You know, I thought you were just some Indian in the back room when I'd come in there from my other job. And uh, I guess I never really put the, part, the pieces together either, you know. And then uh, I remember coming in one day to the back room, and I was like, hey, can I use your air start? And then uh, you were like, yeah, go ask him, you know. And then I was like, you know, that guy, he looks really familiar, you know. And and then I got to working over here, and I was like, oh, yeah, like, I'm going to get to talk to him, you know. And then, like, it all just kind of fell together. And I'm really glad that it worked out the way that it did because, you know, growing up with Kyle and hearing that news, you know, that was that was a pain, you know. Nobody wants to hear that, especially on a, on a homie, you know. That was a homie. Not even just a friend. That was a homie. Um, but I real I feel really special to be working with my friend's dad, you know, because I feel I feel protected out here. I feel like I got someone watching me, you know, someone that's watching out for my youth because you know it's kind of a part of him, you know. But that's all I gotta add, and I just want to say that I love you, Kyle. Oh, it's. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, <laughs> that everybody. Oh, tears coming out of my eyes. I mean, I've I've talked about Kyle many, many times. That's kind of one of the main reasons why I started doing podcasts and to help me with depression, to help me with grief, and help help me just to to get through it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he's. It's been almost ten years now, and but we we talk about him. All the time, mm-hmm. and we never, we never forget him. We we'll never will forget him. Yeah, for and sure. I'm, and I'm glad that that you were a part of his life, and he was a part of yours. Mm-hmm. So that that's really good. I, I'm glad because um, Renee was telling me she goes, yeah, she knew him a lot. So I'm like, oh, okay, good. So I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm here for you no matter what. I know it. Um, as just being a part of our family now, you were a part of this, of my family before the work family. Yes, sir. Um, so that's good. I mean, definitely, uh, if you ever want to feel like coming on here again and talking about whatever, whatever, I mean, definitely. My doors are always open oh, yeah. for everyone that wants to come on the show. But, um, again, thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you for having me, for real. Thank you for having me. All right. And everyone, that's going to be it this episode. Um, hopefully come back with more. I got another guy I want to talk to, but hopefully we can get to him sometime. He's got a busy work schedule. But with that, everyone, just be safe out there. Remember who you are. You are loved. And we love you here at the Magnus Podcast. So with that, everyone, be safe out there. Party on. 
Rock on and skate fast. Skate fast.